The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by Combank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 25th of March. In your Squiz today, the defeat of Islamic State in Syria, Gladys takes New South Wales, this week in Brexit, and the Viking Sky cruise ship evacuation. This is your Squiz today. At its height, Islamic State controlled a third of both Syria and Iraq, with 8 million people living under its rule. This is said to have come to an end over the weekend, Claire, as US-backed Syrian Democratic Forces declared victory over IS. That's right. Nearly five years of fighting there that's utterly devastated parts of uh, northern Syria and Iraq, and it's been a long time coming. The US-led coalition uh, has been involved with more than 100 thousand airstrikes in that area. Got to remember, of course, Australian troops have been involved with that. About 600 um, Aussies are there and were involved in that effort. And yeah, it's um, a major breakthrough, although not the end for Islamic State by any stretch. Yeah, I was going to say experts in the field are saying that this is not over. No, because, you know, as you can imagine, you can't weed every single person out and there's Islamic State affiliates across Africa and in Asia and probably most notably for Australia, uh, not that far away in the Philippines. So, you know, the very nature of terrorism these days, it's going to continue to live on the internet and there'll be uh, lone wolf attacks um, that's been ongoing, as we know. Um, And also, we're not sure really what's happened to the group's leader, whether he's alive uh, or dead. That's Abu Bekir al-Baghdadi. So we just don't know where he's at. Back here, the coalition has won the New South Wales state election. Gladys Berejiklian was elected Premier on Saturday. The votes are still being counted, but they just need one more seat to fall their way to form a majority government. Yeah, very uh, close. Of course, it was as close as people thought, but uh, certainly the predictions of minority government may not be um, what the result finally is. There's still three seats in doubt, uh, and it's quite possible that two of those will go the coalition's way. So there's a bit more counting to do. There was about 20% of the vote that was lodged uh, before Saturday, so lots of votes to count still, and they'll be tight races that will be really closely watched. So to clarify, a majority government will mean they'll be able to pass legislation without the support of the crossbench or the Labor Party. And I know you're dying to tell us about the implications federally, Claire. What do you reckon? (laughs) Well, one of the really interesting things that happened uh, was how the National Party went and it lost, uh, by the looks of things, a couple of seats to the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party. So there's certainly some trouble brewing in the drought bitten bush and that seems to come down to water management issues. So that's um, something that we can expect to play out a little bit. The other thing, of course, is in these tight races, uh, it doesn't look like Labor's a, a complete shoe-in. So if Scott Morrison and his team can tighten things up a little bit and make the race a bit closer and put Labor under some pressure, you never know what might happen. And of course, this win made Gladys Berejiklian the first democratically elected woman to be Premier of New South Wales, though that's something she doesn't want to focus too much on. Let's go to Brexit now. A Put It to the People protest in London saw hundreds of thousands take to the streets in support of a 
Revote on leaving the EU. Front pages of papers over the weekend, Claire alluded to a coup within Cabinet to get rid of Theresa May. What's on the agenda this week? Well, we still don't really know whether there's going to be a vote or not this week in the UK Parliament on the Brexit deal. Um, She has said that there might not be enough support to pass that, which is certainly the past experience, but it's really the UK Parliament making some kind of determination again as to what happens next and really even though she was able to get some time extension out of the European Union, um, it's still a question about whether the UK Parliament is actually going to support the deal or not and the deal of course is largely unchanged because the European Union has um, struck its deal and it's not really looking to shift. So a lot more to play out on this this week again. Yeah, so you mentioned that extension. The situation is if MPs vote in support of the deal this week, they will have an extension until the 22nd of May. If a vote is unsuccessful and there's no alternative plan that they've put forward, the UK will leave the EU on the now on the 12th of April. That's an extension from what was to be the 29th of March. Special counsel Robert Mueller has wrapped his investigation into Russian meddling in the 2016 uh, US election. There's some talk we might know the final details of those findings today. Well, some of them at least, and um, there's a question about whether um, the bulk of those details will be released or not, but we've got to let that play out a little bit. That's really with the Justice Department and with the Attorney General and how it then reports into Congress. But one of the interesting things, we already know that the Mueller investigation has not recommended any more indictments. So uh, anyone with the surname Trump looks like they're going to be okay. There's already been close to 200 criminal charges and 37 indictments or guilty pleas and five prison sentences come out of the investigation. So it's already been a big one. And Donald Trump hasn't said anything about any of these findings as yet? Not yet. Waiting to hear. He's been playing golf over the weekend. He has. Looks like Cyclone Trevor has moved through that remote part of the NT with no loss of life or too much extensive damage. The evacuation of nearly 2,000 people has been praised. Attention is now, though, on Cyclone Veronica in WA Clare, which is hovering between Caratha and Port Hedland. Yeah, very slow-moving um, cyclone Veronica, bringing tidal surges and destructive winds overnight, um, reports saying up to 220 kilometres an hour. And uh, WA Premier there, Mark McGowan, says that it's still a very serious situation and has urged people not to go out and get selfies and do silly things. Yeah, not ideal. And a storm on the opposite side of the world has caused more than 1,300 people to be evacuated from the Viking Sky cruise ship off Norway's coast. 500 got off. They were airlifted one by one by five helicopters, if you could imagine what that would be like as the um, ship was being sort of flung really from side to side in some pretty bad weather. Uh, They were, though, able to get that vessel's engines restarted and get it back into port. So uh, lots of ambulances waiting as um, as that cruise ship docked and people were being treated for whatever injuries they might have suffered. Uh, Reports say that most of the people on board were British and American tourists, so not really a very happy trip for them. Yeah, the video of that is quite crazy. Uh, Jump into the Squeeze Today email to have a look at that. 
And another video that's worth watching, if you haven't seen it yet, is Donald Trump calling Apple CEO Tim Cook, Tim Apple. That really cracked me up. That's in the email today as Apple announces some big plans for the company. Reports saying that that announcement will focus on streaming video and news subscriptions. Let's jump ahead to the the subject line though today. What have we got? So I think the song lyric today um, to note Winks, our favourite racehorse, best Mm. in the world, Uh, another win on the weekend and her final run coming up in uh, in about three weeks' time. I've gone for Frank Sinatra my way um, with the opening line, of course, and now the end is near. So she's retiring, last race. That's, yeah, heading towards that. That's certainly what um, all of her connections are saying, that it's a good thing to go out on top and she certainly is at the top. What an incredible, incredible athlete she is. Amazing. Thanks so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Uh, Have a great Monday and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.